proud bisexual astrology influencer. Bye, bye, bye? Question mark? <laughs> It is hot by summer. Hello and welcome to Hot by Summer, the podcast that is your one-stop shop for everything by with your host, me, Sharmi. Everything from by news, by TV shows and films, by awakenings, and so much more. So let's get into it, shall we? Hello and happy Aquarius season. Happy Black History Month. I feel like there is a connection between Black History Month and Aquarius season. I just feel like that because, I mean, some of my favorite uh, revolutionary thinkers, activists are Aquarius. And um, we will talk about that a little bit later. But like, I just think about Aquarius as non-traditional. Anytime I see that in somebody's chart, I think about taking the traditions and burning it to the mother freaking ground. And I love that Black History Month celebrates blackness, Americanness, what we've contributed to society because we've contributed literally everything. <laughs> we are literally the blueprint. And the fact that we celebrate this for a month is just so exciting. And it's exciting because when I was a kid, you guys, here's the tea. When I was a kid, during Martin Luther King Day, because I, I feel like that's kind of what launches us. That's like January launching us into February. And so I kind of, in my head, have mashed Martin Luther King Day and Black History Month together because of this story. So when I was a kid, my mom, I grew up super, 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 super strict. My mom's a Virgo sun, Aquarius moon. She is not fucking around with nobody, nobody. And when I was a kid, during Martin Luther King Day, she went up to the school and she knocked on the principal's door. I'm adding the extra flavor. I don't know if she knocked on his door, but she, I know she sat in that waiting room. She sat and she waited. And she knocked on the door and he said, come on in. And she sat down and she said, is there a reason why you don't have off for Martin Luther King Day? And the principal looked at her and he said, Martin Luther King would have wanted kids to be in school during his day. When I tell you my mom lost her mother freaking mind, lost her mo mother freaking mind, especially because we went to a PWI, she lost her mind in the most Virgo mom way possible. She didn't send an angry, she might have sent an angry email. Honestly, I don't think email was like a thing at that time. She might have left a, a passive aggressive uh, voice memo. But what she really did is she took us out of school and every single Martin Luther King day, she would drive us to New York City and we'd go to museums, exhibits where black artists were being promoted, being uh, featured. And sometimes we would even talk to the black artists and me as a... <laughs> Scorpio, Sun, Gemini, Rising, Leo, Moon was like, 
I'm going to interview them. So I would have my questions ready to interview these artists and I would see their artwork and then they'd be around the place and then they'd be like, wow, these kids are here. My mom would be like, yeah, they need to be here. They need to be learning. Okay. They need to be learning about their history and about what's happening right now. So I remember one time there was this really beautiful artist, like really incredible artist, this guy. And he built this entire exhibition around blackness. There was candles. I remember it was just so incredibly healing and beautiful to look at. The like curator for the art exhibit came up to us and was like, you're kids and you're here. And wow, this is exciting. Is there any artist that you want to speak with? And I was like, I want to speak to this artist. And I pointed to the, 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 the art exhibition that had like candles and all this stuff around it. And she's like, you know what? He's actually here right now. And I was like so nervous. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. And I, I saw him like walking around and then I got to like talk to him for a little bit. And honestly, I, th- I think very fondly on the type of history that my mom taught me and my sister and my brother. I was so embarrassed. As a kid, my mom would come into my school with kente cloth on and be like, it's Black History Month learn our history. And so she would have this whole entire, like, she'd read books, she'd have the kente cloth, she'd have people ask questions. When you're the only black girl in a predominantly white institution, you constantly are trying, I mean, even even as a teen, you you don't want people, you don't want to stick out. Like, now I'm like, I'm the baddest bitch because I stick out and I'm unique. But at the time, you know, you don't you want to fit in as much as possible. Like that was my goal to fit in, right? So my mom would come in, she'd have her kente cloth on, she'd have people ask her questions about black history, about blackness. And she was like so proud. It taught me so much. It taught me so, so much about black artistry, about black history, about the fact that the school systems in America are never going to teach your children uh, what it is to be black. Well, they'll teach them to be ashamed of it. (laughs) And my mom refused. And so, uh, yeah, I just love celebrating Black History Month because it's such an incredible time to mark how iconic we really are because we are the blueprint. We really are the blueprint. So, Later on in the show, I'm going to mention some of my favorite Black history icons from my book that I wrote and did a bunch of research on. Honestly, as I was writing this book, I really felt like the ancestors were around me. I know I'm going to sound like a spiritual woo-woo girly, but every single time I would like write up something that I would send to my publisher or do research on um, black thought leaders of the 70s, black thought leaders of the 50s, black thought leaders um, and activists and writers and poets and dancers and all these different types of people. I really felt like there was a spiritual connection and I don't know how to express it. I don't know how to explain it. I just felt like I was like setting somebody free or doing some sort of freedom ritual. So it was very exciting to write this book and put it together. But I want to talk a little bit about some of my favorite black activists and artists and people who are doing some incredible things and also talk about people who are doing things right now, current. So yeah, we will do that later on the show. But first, we're going to do a segment of Hot by Summer, our free segment, one of my favorite segments. Why is nobody talking about this? So it's Black History Month. It's Aquarius season. I don't think it's a coincidence that Black History Month and Aquarius season are on the same day. I woke up 
black this morning and checked my DMs. And lo and behold, Miss Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter posted that she has the pre-sale tickets up for the Renaissance store. And I was ready. I was lit. I was like, okay, let's do it. I was like, I don't got any money, but let's see what it is. So I'm like scrolling, scrolling. I'm looking at Beyonce.com. I'm looking on Twitter. I'm looking, trying to find the links, trying to find the things, doing all the things. And so, you know, your girl signed up. We'll see what happens if the lottery is in my favor. Also, let's talk about how Ticketmaster is demonic. Ticketmaster is demon. <laughs> Tell me why Ticketmaster has so many scams. I can't wait for the FBI to, to jail the people that are in charge of Ticketmaster. So I feel like Beyonce is doing this whole lottery thing to avoid the Taylor Swift SZA situation that happened. Hopefully it works out. I doubt it will, but hopefully it works out. Um, but I signed up. So also I think Beyonce, I mean, she did do the thing where she was like, um, Beyonce fans, like Beehive fans specifically, will get tickets. I mean, it is Black History Month, so I also feel like she'd be like, everybody black, get the ticket. <laughs> but you know, black capitalism does not discriminate against race. So we'll see what it is. We'll see what happens. Hopefully one of my friends in my friend group gets a ticket, but we shall see. We shall see. This has literally nothing to do with anything. I just feel like because it's Black History Month, why am I acting like everything <laughs> is linked to Black History Month? Um, I just feel like I need to say this as a reminder to Black queer folks out there. First reminder, reminder as a Black queer person during Black History Month that you are the main character, okay? Let me let me start by saying that. You are the main character. There is no reason, I used to do this a bunch, there is no reason that you have to feel like you have to be a side character for your white friends. And if you ever feel like that, it is a-okay to cut bitches off with a quickness. As a Scorpio, I will do that so quick. You do, ne you do not ever ever, ever, ever have to play the side character to your friends who think they're the main, the main character in the story. You are the main character in the story. You are the, the prize. You are in your moment. It's your movie. It's not their movie. So I just want to say that. I also want to say when it comes to dating, let me just say this. You're allowed to revoke access to people who don't value your time. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. You are allowed to revoke access to people who don't value your time. I want to say the T specifically how it relates to me, but I'm not going to do that because in the words of Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter, my mama taught me better than that. I'm a survivor. I'm not going to blast you on the internet because <laughs> I'm a survivor. Okay. So yeah, just a reminder when it comes to dating and romantic partnership and being interested in somebody and liking somebody, you do not ever have to feel like you are the side bitch, you know? And if you ever do, you can revoke access to people. So that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> We're going to move on to the next segment that I like to call 
Queer Icons of Black History Month. I'm just going to talk about a couple of queer icons that I really enjoy, that I really love, that I really have admired because it's Black History Month. I'm just going to be saying that. Like anytime I have a minor inconvenience, I'm going to be like, it's Black History Month. Like anytime somebody's like, well, rent is due, I'm going to be like, you know, rent is due. But as a Black American, you owe me reparations, so you should be paying my rent. I wish that's how it worked. Unfortunately, that's not how it worked. Anyways, let's go and move into uh, black queer icons that I love. So some of my favorite ones, Angela Davis, an Aquarius baddie, an icon, a change maker, and and, and, an activist. So here's my little blurb in my little book, which is sold out, but Here's my little blurb in my book that I wrote about uh, Angela Davis. For those of you who don't know, I wrote two different books at the same time. So I wrote Confessions of a Bisexual, which will be linked in the show notes. But I also wrote Gathered Information for my Queer Icons and Their Signs uh, 2022 calendar. So this is what I'm picking from. Uh, Like I said, when I wrote this book, I genuinely felt like something spiritual was going on, something spiritual was happening. And it was exciting. Angela Davis is an American political activist, philosopher, academic, scholar, and author. She is out publicly as as a lesbian. And she's still alive. I feel like people try to act like Angela Davis died somewhere. Like, she's somewhere, like, dead and, like she's no longer with us. Like, that era of life is over and it's gone. It's not over. It's not gone. Like, she's still very much alive and very much an activist. So... I don't know. People try to do that weird thing where they're like trying to rewrite history. Like she's, it's over. It's like, bitch, it's not over. Another one of my favorite lesbian activists is Audre Lorde, who is also an Aquarius. Also, I do not think that it's a coincidence that Audre Lorde and Angela Davis are Aquarius. If you think about Aquarian, Aquarian is non-traditional. It is ruled by Uranus. It is outside the norm. It's about burning that shit to the ground that does not work and doing what does work. So here is a quote from Audre Lorde. If I didn't define myself for myself, I would be crunched into other people's fantasies for me and eaten alive. That is some bad bitch quotery right there. We love Audre Lorde. Uh, Audre Lorde, a self-described black lesbian, mother, warrior, poet, Audre Lorde dedicated her life and her creative talents to confronting and addressing injustices for racism, sexism, classism, and homophobia. Love that. Love that. Some honorable mentions that I also love. Nina Simone, icon. And let me tell you something. I will never forget. As a Scorpio, I will never forget that Zoe Saldana doing that biopic of Nina Simone. She's trying to, she laid low after all that happened, cried about it during 2020, and then resurged. I'm sorry. No, (laughs) no. The whole beauty of Nina Simone, I'm sorry, I'm about to go on a freaking rant. The whole beauty of Nina Simone is that she is dark skin. She has a beautiful nose, beautiful lips, beautiful skin, beautiful everything, right? She is this beautiful Pisces woman who embraced her blackness to 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 the highest degree. And tell me why Miss Zoe Saldana tried to swoop in and take the role of Nina Simone, when she knows good and gosh darn well that that was no Nina Simone would be turning in her grave. So, I will never forget Zoe Saldana uh, yeah, Miss Avatar, Miss Guess Who, 
I'll never forget. Going back to Nina Simone, Pisces goddess. One of the quotes from Nina Simone is, you've got to learn to leave the table when love's no longer being served. Pisces baddie. Also, here's some tea about Nina Simone that I feel like nobody talks about, but I'm going to talk about. So I read that Lorraine Hansberry had a husband. I don't want to say he was a beard, but I also feel like when it comes to like historical knowledge, a lot of historians try to erase queerness, especially from black women. Lorraine Hansberry had a husband. Okay, cool. That you could still be queer with a husband, but she had a husband. And I read that Nina Simone wrote a song for Lorraine Hansberry. Um, okay. Is that like, are we trying to pretend like Nina Simone and Lorraine Hansberry didn't have a massive love affair? I, the only facts that I have to back it up is that Nina Simone specifically wrote a song for Lorraine Hansberry. Um, that's all I have, I've got. I just, think that they were gay for each other yeah (laughs) i just think they were gay for each other so nina simone is absolutely incredible and needs to be celebrated during black history month and every month of the year okay let's go to the aries baddies okay so aries baddies billy holiday tracy chapman bessie smith also tracy chapman sued Nicki minaj for I guess Nicki Minaj like stole one of her, she stole one of her songs. But fun fact about Tracy Chapman. Okay, so I just saw an article that said singer-songwriter Tracy Chapman has won her case against hip-hop star Nicki Minaj over Chapman's claim that Minaj took her work without permission. In the words of Nicki Minaj, yikes. (laughs) That was funny. Nicki is a Sagittarius, Tracy's an Aries, fire, fire. Anyways, Tracy Chapman is kind of a queer icon and uh, has really set the pay set the set the way for a lot of queer um, singers and songwriters. A lot of singer songwriters are Aries that are queer. Billie Holiday, Tracy Chapman, Bessie Smith. Also, fun fact: Billie Holiday and Marilyn Monroe were really good friends. And Marilyn Monroe was like, "Hey." I want you to be able to sing at these white clubs. Uh, Billie Holiday was like, bet, girly. And then, yeah, Marilyn Monroe was really a champion. She was an ally, and she was also bisexual. Uh, And we do not talk about Marilyn Monroe being bisexual. But, yeah, moving on to Taurus. So we spoke about Lorraine Hansberry being gay for Nina Simone. I wish I could be back in that time because I bet you it was like, the L word times 10. Like the L word's got nothing on the Harlem Renaissance, baby. Yeah, Lorraine Hansberry has this beautiful quote, you are young, gifted, and black. I, for one, can think of no more dynamic combination, no more dynamic combination that a person might be. I love that. Taurus Batty. Malcolm X was also a Taurus. One of his quotes is, stumbling is not falling. Gemini. Okay, I only really included black people and people of color in this book, but I did include Marilyn Monroe because I feel like she was an ally. She was bi. And I don't know, something about Marilyn I've always been attracted to and I loved. She has this really beautiful quote. If you're going to be two-faced, at least make one of them pretty. Bad bitch. Bad bitches say stuff like that. Bad bitches say stuff like that. I also often think about the fact that Marilyn Monroe would have absolutely had an OnlyFans and was a sex worker before becoming an actress. I often think about a lot of these like icons that we have in history and how they would have had 
OnlyFans or they would have been sex workers. And so it's so important to advocate for the rights of sex workers because sex workers are everywhere and um, yeah, sex worker rights. So uh, yeah, another Gemini baddie is Josephine Baker, one of my absolute favorites. This is like the baddest bitch of all time. Let me tell you about Josephine Baker. Josephine Baker was an American-born French entertainer, spy, and civil rights activist. She was also the first black woman to star in a major motion picture. She had a number of affairs with women, including Frida Kahlo, who's a cancer, and Colette, don't know who that is, though they kept these relationships a secret. Baddest bitch. Baddest bitch. She was also like, she, I feel like she, Josephine Baker really encapsulates the idea of Gemini, which is duality. And it doesn't mean good or bad. I think capitalism and um, white supremacy has led us to believe that duality means that one thing has to be good and one thing has to be bad. I don't think that is true when it comes to these types of things. Honestly, I think that Josephine Baker uh, really encapsulates Gemini because she was so many things. Like, she was a spy. She was an entertainer. She was a civil rights actor. Like, she did so much stuff. And I feel like only a Gemini could be that much of a baddie. Speaking of uh, her dating Frida Kahlo, who's a cancer, love me some Frida Kahlo. I love this quote. Feet. What do I need you for when I have wings to fly? Cancer women are just built different. Like when I talk about cancers being like awful and emotionally manipulative, I am always talking about cancer men. Cancer men are rough, tough. I hate them. But (laughs) that's a joke. That's a joke for anybody that's a cancer man listening that's like, oh my God, I hate her. I'm going to, I hate her. Okay, calm down. Go to therapy. No, I'm talking about cancer women now. Like Solange is another cancer baddie that I just, I love. I love her. Alice Dunbar Nelson. Let's read a little bit about her. So Alice Dunbar Nelson is another cancer. She was an American poet, journalist, political activist among the first generation born free in the South after the Civil War. She was one of the prominent African Americans involved in the artistic flourishing of the Harlem Renaissance. Alice was bisexual. Y'all, I'm telling you. The L word has nothing on the Harlem Renaissance. I truly wish there was a show that was like Alice dated Frida and Frida dated Josephine, but then Josephine started dating Alice, but then Alice got married to this man. And then this, the L word has got nothing on the Harlem Renaissance, baby. The bisexual of the Harlem Renaissance. I wish I, I low key wish I was born during that time just for the tea, just to be a fly on the wall and just sip my tea. I would not be sipping my tea. I'm a, I have a Gemini rising. I'd be in the tea. I would 100% be in the tea. But yeah, those are the cancer baddies. Okay, Leos. My favorite Leo of all time, who is a thought leader, activist, I would have been friends with him. I genuinely, and I say this like with so much confidence. I would have been friends with James Baldwin. I would have been, I genuinely feel like me and James Baldwin would be besties. Like we'd be kikiing and laughing it up and he'd be like, so I heard this and I'd be like, I heard this. Let's talk. Let's talk. And it would be iconic. Um, But James Baldwin, for those of you who don't know, was an American novelist, playwright, essayist, poet, and activist. His fiction is admired for its complex views on racial, sexual, and religious identities informed by his own homosexuality and his childhood in Harlem. I'm telling y'all, again, that Harlem. Something about that Harlem. Something about that Harlem. Bad bitches come from Harlem. Yeah, James Baldwin was really, was really, was really that girl. Like, truly. 
I just I love James Baldwin, Leo, icon, legend. James Baldwin also has a Virgo moon, which I'm like, damn, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I want to give you all the love, all the love that you should have received from your mom. That's a joke, kind of. So yeah, uh, Leo Sun, Vir- no, Virgo, Virgo Moon. Yeah, he does have a Virgo Moon. Virgo Mercury, Cancer Venus, which I think is wrong. I think he has a Pisces Venus, not a Cancer Venus. No, no, no. He has a Cancer Venus. He has a Pisces Mars. So that's why his words are so poetic and the way he approaches things is so incredibly I, I just I feel like we would have been really good friends. And I love Virgo Mercuries, y'all. Virgo Mercuries are just like, okay, so let's talk about it then. Okay, we're here. Let's talk about like I love those types of people. Uh it gives like East Coast baddie vibes. Another really incredible icon that I looked up during the writing of this book was Gladys Bentley. Gladys Bentley was kind of like this trans mask like icon. Let me tell you a little bit about. Gladys Alberta Bentley. So Gladys was an American blues singer, pianist, and entertainer during the Harlem Renaissance. She was also known for being openly lesbian, performing in a man's tuxedo, and flirting with women in the audience. And like you could tell she had that she was a stud. Like, period. Like, I feel like when we talk about history, we're like, oh, it's like in these like different terms, it was a different time. This bitch was a stud, my God. Um She said this, it seems I was born different. I feel more comfortable in boys' clothes than in dresses. Love. Love that. Whether that's non-binary, trans, whatever it is, I respect it. I love it. Go Gladys. Uh, Also a Leo. I would have probably fell in love with Gladys. A Leo stud? Yes, I would have. Yeah, I would have fell in love with Gladys. Then that brings us to Virgo, which is... My 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 favorite Virgo of all time uh, is not Beyonce, is not Kiki Palmer, but in fact, my girl, Marsha P. Johnson, who, again, a sex worker, a bisexual, a trans black woman icon, and we still don't know how she died. To me, it feels very obviously pointed that, you know, she was murdered. There's so much that I want to say. But one of my favorite quotes from this Virgo goddess is pay it no mind. And I just like every space that I'm in, I write that down and put that quote on the wall because I'm just like, yeah, pay it no mind. People would ask her what the P stands for in her middle name. She's like, pay it no mind. Like, that's none of your business. Why do you want to know? Pay it no mind, girl. Another person that I swear we would be friends because I feel like she just had this big effervescent bubbly, magnetic personality. And I love people like that. I genuinely love people like that. So yeah, Marsha P. Johnson was born an American gay liberations activist and self-identified drag queen known as an outspoken advocate for gay rights. Johnson was one of the prominent figures in the Stonewall Uprising of 1969. T. Next, we've got my Libra, my Libra baddie, our Libra baddie, Roxanne Gay. Roxanne Gay is an American writer, professor, editor, and social commentator. Gay is the author of the New York Times bestselling essay collection, Bad Feminist from 2014. I feel like every white lady was reading that book publicly in coffee shops in 2016 <laughs> and was like, I'm different. 
Like, I've understood intersectionality in a different way. And I was like, okay, bitch. Anyways, um, as well as short story collections, Rocks and Gays, Bisexual Haitian American Woman. And she's a Libra. I love activist Libras. They're bad bitches. Okay, we're on Scorpio. My absolute favorite. Ethel Waters was an American singer and actress. Waters frequently performed jazz, swing, pop music, on the Broadway stage and in concerts. After Waters found success in Hollywood and her fame grew, she never publicly acknowledged her homosexuality, likely because, as with other closeted stars then and to this day, she feared it would ruin her career. However, in the early 1920s, she lived with her girlfriend, dancer, dancer Ethel Williams. Okay, Ethel, Ethel relationship, and was well known in Harlem's lesbian circle. Now, what did I say about the Harlem Renaissance? What did I say about the Harlem? (laughs) We need a TV show called Harlem Renaissance where it just goes into all, like, I feel like that would be, like, the most iconic. It would be so much better because it would give us the history of the Harlem Renaissance while also telling us the tea. And I'm here for it. This Gemini Rising is here for it. Um, This Scorpio says this quote, we are all gifted. That is our inheritance. Oof. I felt that. Okay, Sagittarius. Now we're in Sag. Richard Pryor was a Sag. And Richard Pryor does not, I mean, maybe he gets enough attention, but I feel like there wouldn't be comedians today without Richard Pryor. Like there would be no Kevin Hart. There would be no Dave Chappelle. There would be no um, D.L. Hughley. There would be no other, like, he really was a blueprint for comedians and for comedy. He said, art is the ability to tell the truth. Now that's some real shit right there. That's some real shit right there. Richard Pryor was an American stand-up comedian, actor, and writer. He reached a broad audience with his trenchant observations and storytelling style and is widely regarded as one of the greatest and most influential stand-up comedians of all time. In reference to his journals, his survived wife says he really discussed his bisexuality in very nuanced and profound ways. I should say his bisexual experiences. He didn't consider himself bisexual, but he was very open about his sexuality and never put a label on it. Bad bitches don't need labels. Bad bitches don't need labels. Um, I love this for Richard Pryor. Okay, Capricorn. Some of my favorite Capricorns, George Washington Carver, Ma Rainey, Zora Neale Hurston. Okay, quick story about George Washington Carver. Uh, and then we're going to start, we'll close with this, which I think is so funny. Again, history tries to erase black queerness from history, and it's so interesting. So George Washington Carver, I was doing a bunch of research on him, right? We all know he's the peanut butter guy, right? He's the peanut butter guy. He created peanut butter. He did so many other things beyond peanut butter, right? Beyond making peanut butter taste good. You know, like he did so many other things. He was like a botanist. Like he he was doing so many incredible things. But I remember reading this article and it was a reputable article. I was reading this article about him and it was like, he's not gay. But he had somebody that he was working with who would take peanut oil and give him massages. I said, huh? (laughs) What? Why are you erasing this queer, beautiful experience from history, right? There's like this line of like, okay, some people don't want to talk about their sexuality. That's one thing. And then then it's like, now you're just erasing 
you're just you're just erasing queerness from from this person's experience and it's getting a little weird it's getting a little weird and i don't appreciate it a quote from george washington carver is when you do the common things in life in an un- uncommon way you will command the attention of the world capricorn capricorn only a capricorn has a beautiful capricornian quote love makes your soul crawl out of its hiding place if the love doesn't make your soul crawl out of its hiding place, I don't want it. <laughs> and lastly, Ma Rainey, it's true. I wear a collar and a tie. I like to watch the women as they pass by. Oh, oh, she was a bad bitch. She was an aggressive fan. <laughs> we already know this to be true. Ma Rainey was like, get over here. She was an aggressive fan. I don't want to say I'm an aggressive fan, even though I am. <laughs> but um, she she was a bad bitch. And these people will not be erased from our history. These people are important parts of our history, important parts of, of American history, important parts of history in general. And they will not be erased. I refuse to erase them. So with that, have a very happy Black History Month. Uh, Thanks for listening to Hot by Summer. If there's any other icons that you'd like for me to talk about or to go into more detail about, hit me up. Go ahead and DM me or email me at hotbysummer at gmail.com. I am so freaking proud to be Black. To be a black woman, to be queer, is truly beautiful. And it's not beautiful because it's trendy. It's not beautiful because it's it's sellable. Um, it's beautiful because we hold so much history. And bisexuality goes so far back in time. And queerness goes so far back in time. And as I was doing research for my book, I realized this um, in the biggest way. And I feel so incredibly honored to be a black queer woman existing during this time to see the history of the past, but also looking forward to the history of the future. And um, with that, I hope that you embrace black history in all its beautiful facets and all its beautiful forms. I hope that you support black businesses. If you'd like to support me and my book that uh, was published by a woman-owned publisher um, and a black woman wrote the book, uh, Confessions of a Bisexual and Interactive Memoir for Baby Gays. Please do that. Follow all the things, TikTok, Instagram, all linked in the show notes. I'm so proud to be black and queer. Bye. Bye.